small business sessions with Enterprise Nation. I am your host, Emily Chiswell, and this is just one of the ways that we showcase the absolute brilliance of our members. And at the moment, right in the middle of a series from our Festival of Female Entrepreneurs. Happened a few weeks ago down in Bristol. If you haven't heard about it, that's quite a feat, to be honest, because we talked about it quite a bit. Uh, A festival that does what it says on the tin, really, in Bristol, celebrating the brilliance of female entrepreneurs. And so, of course, stuffed full of incredible stories to share. And this week's an Enterprise Nation first, because we are bringing you our first ever small business session live. It was recorded live at the Festival of Female Entrepreneurs with the lovely Deborah Garlic, who is the founder of Henpicked. Now, Henpicked is a website made by women pretty much all over 40 for that community. And it's all about sharing. They, they're big believers in the fact that women can be very generous and like to help each other out, really. And so that's the kind of general gist of Henpicked. So how does something like that come about? And that is exactly the question that I asked Deborah when we recorded this small business session live at the Festival of Female Entrepreneurs. The backstory was, and we always say it's a cafe in Westbridge that it started, but we all know it was a bar. Um, <laughs> got to be wine involved. It, it's got to be wine yeah. involved. And uh, before we, I started Henpicked, I worked at Boots. So there was quite a few former directors at Boots um, chilling out and uh, talking about what we wanted online. We thought there was lots of things for mums, mums net, net mums, uh, lots of things for teenagers, but we didn't think there was anything catering for us, uh, women over 40, that wasn't marketing-led, that wasn't women and home, or um, yeah. a sort of an online magazine. So we decided to set up Henpicked. And when I say set up Henpicked, it took us a year of drinking Prosecco. Tough uh, life. Yeah. Really tough. We came up with the name in a week, and we said it would always be happiness, health and wealth, because they were the things that we thought were the most important things in life. Um, And unlike a magazine, rather than it being an editorial team that decided what we were going to cover, we said that whatever women are passionate about, whatever they're talking about, is what we would cover. So our articles are actually written by real women sending in their... um, some, some, some are reflections, stories, some are experts in their fields, and they send um, their articles for us to, to share with the community. How on earth did that come about, though, to start with? Where did you find the contributors? Because in, it, that's, that's amazing, now you've got more of a name and people know about you, but to start with, it's like, oh, could you write this article on this? Or how did it, how did it sort of come about? That was one of the biggest challenges. Yeah. When you um, talk to people, and, and particularly when you're setting up something that is new, unique, um, we were trying to explain the concept and people were saying, you kind of don't know what you... Yeah, OK. So we had to convince a few people um, to, to let us have an article rolling. and get yeah. the ball rolling. Um, and we never launched Henpicked, actually. We always said when we got to around about 100 articles with, with core material in there, then we might sort of do a bit of a test run. Um, but once we'd got around about 50 articles... Um, we switched it on for testing one day and never switched it off. Um, Amazing. So it started to, That's a good it, sign. It, it was a good sign. And it, it's been a, a really interesting to see um, the sort of things. You, you can't predict what people are interested in. Um, bandelettes were running big this um, summer so apparently that's if you've got chub rubs. I was just going to ask, is that really embarrassing? I have no idea what a bandelette is um, They Could... look a lot like stocking tops okay. but they're to you know, stop any sort of friction Chafing? Chafing Lovely yeah, Band of chafing <laughs> Lovely um, 
Yeah. Room so, full of women mostly, so we're okay with that, I think. And, and I think. Probably like you, Emily, I've not heard of it. <laughs> so when somebody sent this article in, I said, well, sure. let's, let's just do it. <laughs> and every time we put it out, we'd get a thousand clicks on it. And we say, well, okay, so that's, that's really where the concept of stop leaving this to an editorial team and leave it to... Um, women to tell you what they're really interested in. And also, I guess, that builds your community. We were talking earlier about the tribe. I was listening in the panel before, you know, building that tribe and building people to interact in that way, getting them excited and giving a voice to the people you're wanting to engage with. I guess that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? I absolutely agree. And Helen used the word tribe. And that's one of the frequent... Um, pieces of feedback that we get i found my tribe yeah nice um, so that that is really nice so once we've got the ball rolling um i think social media it sounds um, like the technical section went well today um we were you know we're women over 40 I, the amount of times i posted things to our facebook page when i was thinking i was doing it to my own and then, and then having the do i take it down it's getting likes on it <laughs> <laughs> can i do it twice maybe <laughs> Um, and we didn't know about um, Twitter, but we we actually built our own website. Wow! I mean, that's yeah, ambitious. Yeah, any any sort of help with that in terms of external people, or did you teach yourself to do that? Or I would reinforce what was said earlier that um, we built ours, and um, and it looked okay. It looked absolutely fine. Um, but then when I wanted to do some more technical things, it, it all comes down to Google, doesn't it? You know, Google how to. Um, but one of the things I felt re- found really valuable in the last six months is working with the local universities. Great, it's um, such a great, it's untapped resource. Absolutely, yeah. and um, I, I would say I'm trying to do this, and this is what I want, and we need we need to include, you know, this is a real problem for me, and they, you know. I say, why are you doing it like that? Let's just switch this button on. And it happens, it works. And you just think, well, we didn't know about that button. But it's so difficult, isn't it, I think, when you're running your own business to know when to delegate. Also, to start with the funds of delegating. You know, that's really difficult for startups. I think, you know, you don't have access to the cash in the same way. And I think students or, you know, I'm not a big advocate of working for free. I'm just going to say that, having worked in broadcasting. But I do think, you know, I think, you know, people are willing to help and exchanging even skills swapping I think when you're starting up can be a great great way to do the bits that perhaps you're not isn't your expertise and we give back because um, we hold uh, regular um, evenings with our authors there's over 300 women writing for Henpicked on a regular basis now Um, and every so often we'll all have a little get together once a month um, always cake um, winner, I'd love to. Yeah, but they are very good, and we'll do we'll run sessions on how to work social media for your business. Um, so that works really well. And we were talking earlier about challenges. I think for you know running a business can be so brilliant, but often in these podcasts we're chatting about the things that perhaps aren't so easy because that's the idea. You don't want to feel like again. I think we were saying earlier, you feel like you're the only one out there. You're really not. Challenges that you found with Hempix, any more that you want to sort of elaborate on that, that have been a bit of a hurdle along the way? Oh, well, I've covered technical. Um, getting people on board, that's been a challenge. Um, they're probably the biggest ones. Yeah. Um, what, what I would say is that every stage of the journey is different. So the initial Prosecco drinking, coming up with the concept, was not you know, that. That had its own challenges. Then moving into when it's switched on, how do you engage an audience? How do you start to use social media? And we had one point where I think 
the, we had, you know, we, we'd celebrated, we got 11 likes on something, you know. And that was, the, that was those of us that were drinking Prosecco and sometimes my mum would wade in. Um, it's like, mum, you can't like it more than once. <laughs> um, or sometimes my brother. And it, it, it was, it, that was quite strange because things start small, don't they? And then you don't really know who's, who's in the audience or who you're going to meet at a networking event. Um, and we used to run regular competitions. And for us, we sort of realised, this was probably only about six weeks in. Um, we No, two months in. Um, we spotted that there were other people following us and looking at our articles. And it was it was when the second competition, none of us knew who the competition Yay, was. Yay, they're real strangers. <laughs> yeah, amazing. It, it is. But then I was um, saying earlier, Emily, one of the, the big challenges was social media. Um, we have tried things. I mean, sometimes things bomb, don't they? You know, you put something out and you think this is going to go really well. Nobody likes it, nobody shares it, you don't know why. Um, but on Tuesday we had probably one of our biggest successes and I'm happy to talk menopause in this room. I think we're all... We're all yeah, this is exciting. This is, yeah, tell a little... I mean, yeah. menopause perhaps isn't quite what I was saying is exciting. The content, <laughs> I'm yet to find out. But um, do, do explain a bit more about this. We're trending on Twitter. We did trend on Twitter. We got top ten trending on Twitter on Tuesday, which um, we didn't even know how good that was until somebody wrote to us and said, you do know that I've only done that once in my career. Um, I don't really know, but it sounds really good. Yes. Tell us why. Tell us why. Well, when I said at the beginning about um, we we, um, publish things that women are interested in, one of the things that continually was coming up every time we posted an article about the menopause is that people were commenting under the under the um, under the article on social media and saying that they you know were concerned about this or what about that and so we had this bright idea to write a book about the menopause. Um, as you do. As you do. Sure, I know. on a Tuesday I, afternoon, no worries. I, I swear, if I was sitting here six months ago, <laughs> I would have ne- never have said we would have a menopause book released. Um, but once we started to delve into it, and uh, we had a, a, a sort of a hen-picked night, um, that was a bit of a fluke. We, it was supposed to be a style night, but the style night person didn't turn up. So we said, and anybody want the money back, you can. You can have your money back, but we're going to talk about the menopause. Well, the numbers came in more. For menopause, it surprised me. I'm not going to lie. And, uh, well, um, uh, and, and we split people up into lots of groups and said, "Well, tell us what your concerns, your hopes, um, your questions about menopause are." Um, and it was incredible the feedback that we got. So they, they were all the questions that we had coming in. Although there were, was one table that just didn't get off sex all night. So um, every time I popped across, it was like hopes, hopes, fears, questions. It was. I hope I don't lose my sex drive. Will I lose my sex drive? A little bit of a thing well, going on my sex drive. Yeah, we, we left them to it. They've never met before, but... You know, this is, <laughs> One way to this make is, friends. Yeah, this, is, this was eight women, and just sort of, I think somebody opened up the sex word and that table were all off in a completely different place. So we got all of the questions in, um, and then we sought experts across the UK to say, can you give us some answers to these? So we talked to the British Menopause Society. Yes, there is one. Um, We talked to uh, various doctors, um, natural experts. The whole range. The whole range. Wow. Um, And so we think this is the only book where, because, because 
as you have with all experts, they never agree, do they? The yeah. medical experts think theirs, theirs is the only approach. Uh, bioidentical hormones, theirs is the only approach, etc., etc. So we said, well, we're not recommending anything. We will describe and let women make up their own mind what they want to do. Um, so and that's so good. That yeah, we've got amazing. That. And it's got um, uh, cartoons by the guy that does Private Eye. So, nice. Uh, Trending on Twitter and Private Eye. Yes. Winner. We, we did. It was called Hot Flash Mob. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, Deborah, that's awesome. I'm really conscious of time. I want to ask you two more questions. One question we ask is advice. What advice do you wish you'd been given or would be handy to be given if you had your time again if you were setting up Hempick from the start? Is there any sort of nugget of wisdom? Um, a personal one for me, feeling quite exhausted by everything that's happened this week on World Menopause Day, particularly on Tuesday. Um, and, and actually reflecting when I was coming here, you forget the different areas of the journey. And it's probably, this is something for all of us, I think, we forget, we've run past those successes. And you don't enjoy them either, because you're so busy looking at the next one. You're like, oh, you do. hang on, okay. Yeah, you do. You, do. you just forget about them. And when you think, you know, at one point we couldn't get this done, and one, and, and then when you get to a stage where, you know, we, we, we regularly um, trend at over a million um, a week on social media um, and so that's not a big deal we know how to do that but at the time when you're looking at it you think this is this is just huge I'll never do this well if you can do that and learn to do it you can do this and learn to do it and if you take that approach for the next challenge you can do that but I think for me I'd like to keep remembering for myself and I, I remind my team about it and then forget about it for myself is celebrate that celebrate that moment because that's your rocket fuel for the next one if you remember to do it. Yeah, spurs you on. Now, talking of rocket fuel, we like to ask in this about superpowers. I don't know if I warned you about this question. That was a bit mean. <laughs> uh, so what we like to do in this podcast is ask of a superpower that would be handy for your business, whether that's to grow your business, whether that's... We've had a big range of them, as you could imagine. But something that would be really great, you could just click your fingers and it would just benefit from what you're doing right now. Have you got any rough idea about what you choose? That's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, you can have a little mull. Normally in these, we have the pre-editing. Unfortunately, we don't have that joy today. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, I, well my, my mind went to um, invisibility cloak. Nice. Um, but that was a personal one. That was just, just thinking about quite where fun. I could go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but for hand-picked, because we all like to have a little bit of a nose, don't we? Um, but for hand-picked, it would probably be... Hearing. Okay, tell us a bit more about that. Well, we, it's all, communication's all about connecting, isn't it? And the thing that we think's unique about Henpicked is we aren't just shoving things out there. We never have been. Um, that's not what's important to us. What's important is that it's the whole community listening to each other we don't always agree and that's absolutely fine nobody needs to agree all the time but we're very respectful in that even if we don't agree we like to think that we learn something new amazing and we build that community spirit but they say two, two ears and one mouth don't they um, so you know that's turn up the volume to, a bit yeah. Ex extra loud L listen, listen always listen harder um, or listen carefully to what people are telling you. Amazing, we haven't had that one yet, so that's great. 
Thank you so much. Um, I think I'd probably better open questions to the floor. Um, if anyone's got any questions they want to fire away to Deverita about, you know, her business, journey, glean some knowledge, menopause, I will leave you to answer that. That is no problem. Anyone got any questions? This lovely lady over here, perhaps. Thank you. Hi. So my question is about from that time when you were in the cafe you bought and you came up with the idea for Henpicked, how did you go from that to where you are now? How did, um, you said it was like a year drinking Prosecco, but then so at some point you must like need it and how did you grow it? So I guess it's a, yeah, the sort of the point at which it became something more than just collating bits and pieces. Was there a moment or? Um, I think there's been a few. Uh, for me, um, I uh, I've, I've spent the last thirty five years of my life up until Christmas in um, in corporate life. I was a, a, a banker for my first fifteen twenty years, and then um, communications as head of communications for Boots and Eon for fifteen years after that, and you know a bit of general running around and doing lots of other things in between while I was trying to work out what I could do. Um, so totally like, different. Yeah, totally so different. That, that was all at the beginning, and then I went into banking, and then I went into communications. Um, once we'd switched the switch on, um, we, we, we probably um, just went to see how things go and learn how things are. So it's probably only since Christmas that we've started to say, hang on a minute, we need to ramp this up a little bit. So did you go full-time at Christmas? Was that the changing point Yeah, then? yeah I, okay. I gave up my job. At Christmas, full speed ahead. I know, yeah. Well, yes, and uh, you know, this is a festival for female entrepreneurs, and I think I'd put festival of female entrepreneurs fifty plus, because um, I think that's a big learning, isn't it? No age is too late to try and do something different, um, and I think probably since Christmas is when we've seen the biggest uplift because we can sort of all give it more time and focus. That's so reassuring though because it means actually all your hard work you can see a little bit of a feedback which is always really nice isn't it? it yes it is. <laughs> always a good sign. Um, any qu- other questions? Lovely ladies over that way. How do you make, sorry, how do you make money from it? Um, we make, like a lot of online businesses, we, we make money from advertising Um, But one of the things that we wanted to be very different, I'm sure you have um, online magazines that you read that every time you click on something, something comes in your face and goes, sign up for this newsletter and you can see what's behind it. Um, We don't do that at all. Uh, We have very discreet advertising, but we also also tie up with partners. Um, So we have uh, a couple of solicitors that we think are a brand match for us and work well for our audience. We've just started working with a, a no-diet company. Um, and, and because we do everything pretty much ourselves and a um, small team of people, we're very lean. And so we don't need to make a huge amount of money. Um, oh, I wouldn't, wouldn't say no, though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. check on, sign me yeah. up. But I think something, and it was mentioned earlier about brand integrity and sticking to your brand, um, we only partner with people that we believe offer something very valuable to women over 40 and that we would recommend or somebody in our community would recommend. Also, I imagine with a business like yours, just in my sort of naive knowledge, it's time, it's building a community and that's what's going to give you the traction. So yeah. it's a long-term game perhaps rather than... Yeah, absolutely. And... Um, 
uh, whilst we did manage to um, trend on Twitter, that's something else the lady was saying about, asked about um, turning points. For us, that was a bit of a turning point because um, we had no idea who was going to retweet on this. And we, we had a couple of the local police consta- um, constabularies wading in as well. Not the local ones. Not the local ones. The, the Nottinghamshire one did. Wow. And, and then and now the West Midlands police got involved. And then we had a little tweet that said, our police constable's better than your police constable. And it's like, hang on. Back but, off. We're having a chat about menopause. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a chat about the police force. But that was, that's something that you never know where these things go. And um, we trended it in Seattle for some strange reason. We don't know why. But you never know where these things are going, do you? It's worth putting out there. It yeah. is. Deborah, thank you so much. So, thank so you. great to chat to you. And thank you very much for listening. Just one more last plug. If you want to listen to more of these, iTunes, the small business sessions. And if you fancy being on it, become a member and I'd love to have a chat with you. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. Thanks. Thank you. So there we go. Our first ever live small business session. We survived it. What did you think? Let us know. You can get in touch. You can find us on Twitter, E underscore nation. Love to hear what you're thinking about that. We loved it. And such a pleasure to chat to Deborah. Big thanks to her for that. We do do these every week, by the way. If you haven't subscribed to us on iTunes, they're not always live. Just going to give you that proviso. Uh, But we do produce one every Wednesday morning to keep you inspired and encouraged, hopefully. You can find them on iTunes. Just type in the small business sessions. And if you want to feature on one of these, by the way, we're always looking for people to chat to. To find out more about being a member with Enterprise Nation, head to our website, enterprisenation.com. And this, as I said earlier, is just one of the benefits of being a member with us. There's loads of other ones. that we host just had a trip that's come back from a go global trade mission in china there's exclusive discounts we've got loads of ebooks all on there enterprisenation.com next week the final episode from our festival of female entrepreneurs talking to the founder of a tea company but not just any old tea they like to call themselves tea mixologists yeah think sort of more cocktail vibes thought that might prick your ears up so make sure you join us for that next week we'll see you then